0: Hello and welcome to this episode of Tuesdays with Mummy, a show where I, Kala, get together with my son Tejas and chat about the happenings in our lives. Say hello to your crowd, son.
1: Hi everyone, and it's very nice to be recording this podcast this week.
0: It's that time of the year again, where we meet friends and family and have loads of sweets to eat. Today is Deepavali, a festival of lights. Simply put, the festival represents the triumph of good over evil, the significance of light dispelling darkness. In our Hindu mythology, Diwali is the return of Lord Rama to Ayodhya after 14 years of exile and after defeating the demon king Ravana. In joyous celebration of this victory, it was said that people lighted their homes with Diyas and welcomed their favorite king. We also worship Ma Lakshmi, goddess of prosperity and wealth and seek her blessings. So let's talk more about these celebrations and the fond memories today, Tejas. I know you celebrated Diwali yesterday with your university friends. So how different was the celebrations at Cambridge? And Tejas, we have been very fortunate to celebrate this bright festival across regions. Few years in Dubai and few years back home with our friends and family. What are your fond memories?
1: Uh, I'm really happy to be talking about this today because I didn't think that I'd have so, so much associative memory with Diwali originally. Um, This is my third year in Cambridge now, but in all honesty, it's the first year in which we've celebrated Deepavali over here. Uh, When I came for my master's, it was COVID. So we basically just did something online. We got together and we had like a quiz that uh, Kishan and I had organized. And I had made some uh, Paisa that day at home, which was the first time I made Paisa on my own in Cambridge. I've not made Paisa since actually. Uh, So it's been about two years, (laughs) which is is quite something to realize um, that it's been so long but last year i didn't really do anything because of the fact that i was working and it was the build up to cop 26 and i think i was too engrossed with having a work life that i wasn't taking the time to celebrate and this year going back to being a student i'm a, i'm a fresher again right i'm i'm back to being with that crowd it's something we've spoken about before on this podcast And freshers have this unabashed enthusiasm for community events, especially at the start of term. So I am technically an old soul in Cambridge. This is, like like I said, the start of my third year. But it's beautiful to see how much togetherness and interest and enthusiasm that the freshers bring in with them. It's only their third week of being away from home. For most of them, it's probably their first time being away from home. And therefore, community events take a very special place in their heart because of homesickness, because of getting adjusted to a new place, and all of these feelings of being away that I think people are still getting used to, whereas for me, this has become home. So last evening, this was a huge party that was organized basically by a group of freshers at St. Edmund's College, which was the college I was at before. And it was very nice to have an opportunity to go back to that college. And see a party organized by my own college friends. People who've come from Gujarat National University to study over here. And look at what they would have done. And they pulled off this beautiful lights arrangement. They had amazing food from Namaste Cambridge, which is a local Indian place, local Indian catering business. And there was lots of music and lots of fun. And I... Didn't think I'd enjoyed that much, but I did, and I'm very happy that I went. And I got home really late, which is why I sound the way I sound. But I'm I'm very grateful to have celebrated the power day in that way. Just not something I've done before on Cambridge. Uh, about my memories of it, again, did not think I'd have such strong associative memories. But last evening is when it started coming back to me. Right, like I I realized that the first half of my life being in Dubai. The only thing I actually remember from Deepavali there, actually a couple of things, are the lights in Bardubai and Karama. And how many houses were lit up in those fairy color lights. And how we used to put serial lights on the balcony also. To be one of those houses that had serial lights, basically. And you had that button with which you could control your serial lights. To do these different kind of dances that I used to really enjoy and and have a lot of fun with. The other thing I remember is being very scared of firecrackers. Um, I I don't know whether that was me genuinely being scared of the noise or what I was scared of. But I think a part of it was also to do with the fact that it was banned in the UAE for a very long time. Um, Officially, even though there was firecrackers being uh, celebrated and sort of burst it was something that was prohibited in the country and I think that added to a little bit of the fear factor because at that time I was still small and scared of like police so that that's the big memory from when I was a child Um, when I was an adult honestly my memories are of appreciating lighting a lot more so at Deepavali, like because we had this entire notion of wanting to light up, wanting to wear new clothes. I remember you and I used to light up the front porch of the house with diyas or with electric diyas, And that used to take a good amount of my evening and you used to call me down and ask me only to do it. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do, but okay, we'll sit, we'll do. We, you remember you used to tape those electric diyas properly yes, and We wanted them yes. to all be arranged straight on the, <laughs> yes. and I was like, this is irritating. Let's just get it done with. Uh, but that was, be- that was very nice to look at from the front of our house. And then inside our house also, we had this really nice set of dim lights um, and it was almost as though because we had to augment lighting and augment the value of light, we used to really play around with which lights were on in our house on the powerly. Instead of that big center light with the fan, it was almost a good excuse to turn on the corner dim lights, or turn on a different set of lights in your room. And I gained appreciation for orange light actually at home. The last thing I want to mention is that um, I know you spoke about good over evil. But one of the things that sticks out for me is how when I was a kid, you told me that Deepavale was also the significance of knowledge over ignorance because lighting a lamp is always a sign of knowledge. And being someone who's always now in the quest of knowledge, in the quest of learning something new, I think it's taken on that added meaning of where there is light, there will be knowledge somewhere for you to get. And these studies, like these places of study that that I'm able to be a part of are just constant reminders of that, I suppose. So those are my memories. But I think it's it's time I've spoken enough, and I think it's time now to chat about your your take. What do you remember from your childhood days, Amma? Like, what do you what is the first thing that comes to mind for you?
0: Uh, before we go into my childhood days, stages, I really like the fact that you spoke about the knowledge over ignorance, the significance of what light stands for you know you once you light a lamp it spreads across so it's the same with sharing knowledge it's not only for yourself but you're sharing it with many many others and helping them overcome their own ignorance so it's such a beautiful sentiment associated that light. So thank you for reminding about that. And thank you for also sharing and bringing back a flood of memories, whatever we had when you were a child. Um, Also, I think um, the fear factor, what you mentioned was due to the fact that you were allergic to smoke. So we did not expose you to much to the fireworks at that time. So maybe somewhere... That was also uh, one of the factors. Uh, You had uh, a bit of issues with wheezing and all that when you were a kid. So maybe that contributed for your uh, fear factor, what you put it as. Okay, well, um, coming back to... My childhood days we always remember uh, Deepavali as a festival where uh, my parents both mom and dad used to prepare a lot of sweets and we used to buy new dress decas up and then with all the accessories and we used to um, go over to each of our neighbor house and distribute the homemade sweets and even our neighbors were eagerly waiting for them and we used to get their homemade sweets in return, which contributed to a whole lot of, um, you know, sweet eating, you know, different type of um, festival, especially what you make like puranpuli and, uh, you know, kachai and things like that. Um, the, The restaurant or outside commercial sweets were very, very limited at that time. So what was distributed was only what was made at home and that's something uh, over a period of time has changed and um, when we got married and we came to Dubai, yes those years uh, the fireworks were prohibited um, by the police, I still remember the first year we celebrated, the Dubai police actually came and chewed us away, we were all, we had all gathered on the grounds know, about uh, 15-20 families of us and when we started uh, bursting, they warned us and they said uh, not to disturb the neighbors but uh, now for, um, yeah things have gotten a lot more I guess they also enjoy the fireworks and the illuminations that light up the city of Dubai over here it's such a welcoming sign and the celebrations have gained a lot more momentum because it's across faiths and nationalities and Dubai being a melting pot they don't see Diwali as a Hindu festival as more as a celebration as much as I we see Eid or Christmas they see Diwali you know so that's a lot of unity I can see over here that has broken the barriers across faith so it's so beautiful about the uh, across the religions as well and then those years with Samarpan how can I forget those those you know seven eight years what we said Um, Diwali was a community festival All of us came together. We organized so many um, events for children. There was also the Diwali Damaka where we all performed. (laughs) Remember?
1: Yeah. You know, all
0: those melodrama and dramas and the skits. I mean, of course, we have taken that up separately. But this was what, I, you know, uh, evening of uh, dance and performing arts of every kind. So uh, a whole lot of my energy uh, went into organizing that, and it was and so a whole much lot fun. of my energy
1: <laughs> went across in resisting that with every fiber of my being. Oh my God! The number of things you have made me do.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. So thank you. You have made me tough today.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it
0: made me more resilient.
1: Yeah, to, but
0: yeah, it doesn't uh, hurt me anymore with anyone passing those remarks. <laughs> but they
1: are beautiful moments. I mean, like it's. It was surreal to see that you were organizing the event and also participating in it. Like, I'm very, I don't know, I'm very judgmental of those people who do organization and then also take part. Because you're like, you're organizing it for yourself to do stuff. Yet you did it for so long and you convinced people to do it. And people also willingly did it. I was like, where are these adults coming from? So many characters.
0: And across ages. It was yeah. 8 to
1: 80. <laughs> no, no. Okay. See, those I okay. Those people who are 8 to 12 did not have uh A choice. Sharing agency, <laughs> choice, nothing. Parents said do, they did. Okay. Adults doing was like one big how you're doing, why you're doing. So I have lots of questions for them. And then there was this middle category of 12 to 15. Three or four of us who were bullied into doing it. <laughs> and if we didn't do it with a smile, it was problematic at home. So we had to do uh,
0: Yes, yes. So this was what Diwali for us was. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and last year, it was very different again. After we have joined the community of the in the family of Vipassana meditators, we were at the center. There were few meditators there. And we celebrated uh, the festival together, having a good meal and having more sweets. So yes, Diwali is such a beautiful festival that brings back a flood of memories. And we enthusiastically look forward to it every single year. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. I, I think I couldn't agree with you more. And yeah, I, I feel like the festival, as with all festivals, it continuously evolves and changes meaning for you over time. And it's It's almost a very personal expression of joy that takes on a community meaning when you're with other people because everyone's got a story. Um, One of my friends said this to me yesterday, actually, I was telling her about how uh, it's the first time I'm celebrating in three years and she was like, it's one of those things that pan India. um, And like you said, it's pan faith also in certain countries that are not India, right? And whether you've celebrated it for a long time, whether you're learning how to celebrate it for the first time, you've got some experience that you bring with you. And that really makes it a moment to cherish for everyone. And that's what festivals are all about. So yeah, I think that's the that's the beauty of of, of a festival like this. So thank you for proposing this. And thank you for allowing us to record it today, which is actually Deepavadi. And happy Deepavali, Amba. Yes, happy
0: Deepavali to all our listeners, to you too, Tejas.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you for tuning in If if you're listening to us. We're really grateful to share these moments with you. This podcast will be out wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud and YouTube. Subscribe and do listen in next Tuesday for another episode. We'll see you then. Goodbye.